perspective from the Russia 2018 World Cup. I'm Aaron Bauer, and welcome to another edition of ATR Radio. The World Cup is nearing its peak as the first part of the knockout stage is complete, leaving only eight teams still competing in Russia. The experience for many has been filled with joy, agony, and certainly lasting memories. Joining me today is Norman Lee, a former contributor to Around the Rings, as well as a former journalist for Tencent in China. He's a college professor these days, studying the nexus of social media and sport. His time in Russia was spent as a fan, enjoying the football and atmosphere, not on deadline. Thank you for joining me, Norman. No problem. You were just in Russia for the 2018 World Cup. What number of World Cups was this that you've attended? Um, it's actually my third World Cup for me to attend. Um, in 2010 and 2014, I was a reporter to cover those two World Cups, which were held in South Africa and Brazil, respectively. And this time in Russia, I'm, I'm just a fan. You know, I really enjoy my experience in Russia these times. And because I don't have to work, um, that's a lot of the good things. Um, but also, also I met a lot of good people and awesome people, Russian people there. And also, obviously, the most important thing is uh, glad to see you know, uh, soccer um, has the power to unite the whole world together. How many different games did you attend in Russia? Um, I did attend two games. Um, the first game that I went to was the opening games between Russia and Saudi Arabia. And also I attend another games, uh, which was also held in uh, Moscow. Uh, that was the game between uh, Portugal and Morocco. So both games are really, really uh, exciting, especially for the first game, um, particularly that I had the opportunity to watch the game, to see the home country actually playing the home crowd. Um, the atmosphere obviously was really, really, really good, and you can obviously the home country had a wonderful performance, um, defeating their opponents by five goals. So um, obviously that was a very, very good times. Now, how would you say your experience as a fan differs from your experience as a journalist at the World Cup? Um, that's a lot of differences. I think uh, when I was reporters to cover the World Cup, obviously, um, you know, I have to work all the times. So I didn't actually have much time to watch the games in details because, like, you always have to consider that you have to write reports. So even though, you know, uh, so we miss, I miss basically a lot of school. So I have to go and watch the replay to see what has happened there because when the game was going, um, I have to write stories. So um, it's kind of different. And also at the end of the games, basically I didn't have the opportunity to digest the whole the whole games. Um, so I have to like go to mix zone, to press conferences, to actually talk to the players and coaches and also write a story. So, and so every game day was actually for a long day. But being a fan is a lot easier. Um, Obviously, I don't have to worry that I need to write stories. Um, I can just enjoy the whole games, and I can watch every moment, and also I can enjoy and experience um, the whole atmosphere, and also you know, um, you know, have some sort of interaction with other fans as well. So I think that is actually kind of different. Um, it's a lot easier uh, compared to actually have to work for the World Cups. You've now been to three World Cups on three different continents. How does the organization in Russia rate to the organization in South Africa and in Brazil? 
Um, that's actually very good questions. Um, I talk to a lot of people who attend Russian World Cups. I think um, one conclusion for most of us had is um, I think because Russia is very big, very huge, but called Moscow. Um, uh, if you want to travel from one part to the other it takes forever and the traffic is not very good either so it's not very easy for fans to come here from one place to other places so uh, our general feeling is you know, the atmosphere in the Russian World Cups is not as uh, like huge like in Brazil in the South Africa obviously everyone in Brazil they love soccer right? so they basically uh, you know play soccer every day and they watch soccer every single day you can when I was in taking the taxis there to, uh, and all the taxi drivers uh, watching the games or listening to the radios so you know pretty much the whole country was uh, so a soccer but Russia is kind of different now. I think everyone has an interest uh, some people are fans you know they follow every uh, work on matches but most of the people uh, you know they know you know they have a big party in town uh, but maybe in terms of the passion, they are not as passionate as you know the fans in Brazil and in South Africa. However, uh, in terms of organization, I would say Russia much better jobs than South Africa and Brazil. Um, I think that's the two reasons. First reason is like uh, when I arrived airports, uh, you know, it, it took just like only ten minutes for me to go through the passport control area. So this time, for the first time, I think FIFA World Cups has a fan ID for each of the fans who attended games. So it's very easy as long as you have fan ID before you go into Russia. You just, you know, you basically do not spend a lot of time, you know, to go to the passport control area. So it's very, very easy. To and also, I've talked to some reporters who are covering the World Cup. They say and this time, it's very easy for them to pick up the credentials. You know, it took like less than 10 minutes, then they're able to pick up the credentials. I remember in Brazil or in the South Africa, it took you know a very long time in order to get your credentials as reporters. So I think that's one thing. And another thing is I think um, Russia is a lot safer compared to Brazil and South Africa. So um, when I play games in Brazil and South Africa, like we've heard so many you know stories about that those countries are not very very safe. So uh, you know it's very difficult for us to walk around. Uh, because you know you, you might be robbed by someone else, you know, on the street. And but Russia is a lot safer places. Uh, I think you know uh, there are there are so many securities on the street, so you, know, you don't uh, worry about it at all. So you basically can just walk, go anywhere you like. Um, also, uh, Russia police they're really really responsible for organizing successful World Cup. So you know, they check the people's time. So um, I think is you know Russia is a lot safer compared to Brazil and South Africa. Did you have any other experiences in Russia besides in Moscow? Did you visit any other cities by any chance? Uh, uh, yeah, I mainly the two cities. One is in Moscow. One is in Saint Petersburg. So Moscow obviously is a very very huge city. It's very difficult for us to travel home to other places uh, but you know uh, I feel like Russian are very welcoming the whole world uh, to watch the World Cups um, I also had the opportunity to speak to uh, Russian athletes such as uh, Max uh, Tarankov who won the uh, two Olympic gold medals back to 2014 uh, Sochi Olympic Games in figure skating 
So uh, the heat talk is such a privilege to have such a major uh, international sporting events taking place in their home countries. I think the World Cup particularly um, provide opportunities for all the fans, you know, to get to know this country better, not just from like the traditional media, you know, um, they, they think, you know, Germany is not very like close my country is uh, it's not everyone who's really very angry is living in Russia you know people are really really open mind and really welcoming to the whole world and also I had the opportunity to speak to some uh, uh, fans uh, from their countries I think uh, the biggest impression for me uh, was you know they feel like uh, you know Russia is a really different country from you know the news they learn from the media they think Russia is uh, a very very uh, interesting country for them to be and also, as a research, uh, one of my goal uh, for watching this World Cup is actually conduct research to see about whether you know the sports journalists who are covering this World Cup are very satisfied with this provided by the event organizers. So I've gathered some response from reporters. Most reporters are really, really satisfied with the service provided by uh, Russia World Cup these times. A lot of people real really high in terms of the uh, process of the applications, but a lot of reporters also think you know Russia need to improve in terms of the information is provided to the reporters. Uh, but a majority of the response also indicate that they are interested in coming back to the country again in the future, and they also would like to recommend other friends and relatives to come to Russia to visit in the future after this World Cup experiences. Now, Norman, I know you study a lot of social media trends. How has the World Cup been online compared to four years ago? How are fans consuming the World Cup differently? And what was the social media presence like in Russia? Um, uh, it's actually, uh, when I talked to Max Tolankov, like, he told me, say, hey, our Russia is a very, very open country. You can use all different types of social media in Russia, like either Google's or either Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat. You, know, you basically can use all different types of social medias. I think social media has also become a very main platform for fans to actually share their experiences. Like, I know for the recent years, Snapchat has become very, very popular, and a lot of people will, like share the shot videos on the Snapchats. And also, I have a lot of fans, uh, a lot of friends on the Instagram. Well, like, they also would like to share some of the shot videos on the Instagram. I think people start, you know, using the social media to, you know, watch sports. Sometimes uh, it's very difficult for fans actually to follow every single game. So, um, uh, you know, obviously, using social media, we can you know catch the update of the, uh, the the competitions. I think it's actually a very good thing for fans. I remember when when I was leaving Russia, what that was the games between uh, Portugal and Uruguay. So a lot of fans and the airport, you know, they would not be able to watch any you know live stream. But a lot of fans that actually use smartphone to watch the live stream. So I think um, you know, using social media and also particularly new media has actually changed the way how people consume the World Cups. So obviously, we have more opportunity to get the updates. So when we get any news, I think it's a lot easier for people to update this information compared to you know, the old media area. Now, what advice would you give to fellow fans who are looking to buy tickets for the World Cup? How do you approach planning for such a monumental event? 
Um, I think that's a very good question. Also, it's a very tough question. It's actually very difficult to buy the ticket at this point of times. A lot of fans, you know, they go to Russia without any tickets. They just hope they are able to, you know, possibly buy one ticket for one of those games. It's actually very difficult. And uh, I find out one thing is that if you want to go to watch the game in Moscow and St. Petersburg, it's actually um, you have a very limited chance to actually to get a new ticket because you know those. Uh, the, take, uh, the games taking place in these two cities are really, really popular. Most of the fans actually uh, gather in these two main cities to watch the games. However, there are so many tickets leftovers in other smaller cities. So a lot of times, um, some of my friends, they want to sell tickets, uh, particularly for the games that took place in Sochi and Kashan. They find out, you know, um, you know, it's hard for them to sell those tickets because fans is actually not going to these small cities. So for those fans, if they're still interested in coming to the World Cups, um, I think um, if you're going to those small city like Samala, like you have a lot more ch- uh, chance to actually buy the tickets. But if you really want to buy the tickets in the major cities like Moscow and St. Petersburg, I think it's kind of unlikely to buy this, uh, the World Cup tickets at this point. Are you planning on going to Qatar in four years? Um, it's very difficult to say um, because you know, a lot of things will happen in four years. I always enjoy watching World Cup. I think World Cup is definitely a sporting event that really can unite the whole world together. Because like even you know, World Cup is more than the Olympic Games. Because when you are watching the World Cup, you can meet people from all around the world, like fans from all around the world. People can get together, um, you know, share the experiences, interact with each other. I really can tell like how the sports can unite the whole world together. So I might be very interested in going to Qatar World Cups because it's going to be a very, very different World Cup compared to Russia. Because Qatar is a lot smaller compared to Russia. I guess it's going to be easier for me to travel from one city to another cities. And also, um, the, obviously, the biggest concern for me is going to be the weather. You know, uh, could be really, really hot and humid in Qatar from my experiences. So, but I definitely look forward to you know going to next World Cup four years later. Now, a theme of major international sporting events are the unexpected stories that you encounter along the way. Was there anything particularly memorable that happened to you in Russia that you'd like to share as an experience as a fan? Um, actually, because I was a reporter, so, you know, I always had the spirit, you know, I would like to catch some stories. So one day that was really funny is I was staying in the hotel uh, where I was waiting for my fan, uh, friends. Um, I suddenly met, you know, uh, former president, uh, Step Blatter, who also stayed in the same hotel. So I find out a lot of reporters actually waiting for Step Blatter the whole that he was able to, you know, speak to some media about something. It's very interesting because, like, for uh, people think about corruption, there's so many discussions, so many stories about the corruptions. You know, obviously, uh, State Blatter has been in that position for nearly 20 years, but this time, you know, officials did not actually invite him to come to the game. So he was actually invited by um, the President Putin to come to the games. So, um, State Blatter, in the past, he was really difficult to be as, as it's really difficult for you to talk to him when he was the president. But now, it seems like he really shared his experiences and thought with the media. So, um, I think um, on the second 
when he was staying in the hotel, so he decided to have like two hours to interact with all these media. So basically, a lot of media all around the world, you know, waiting their own, um, you know, to try to speak to him. And he also showed us, he also has a fan idea as well, so he come here as a fan. And obviously, um, he helped Russia to get the World Cup into uh, this year, so had our routine to talk President Putin's um, duty in Moscow. And he thought uh, they said that was just a very casual uh, meeting. So he, you know, just talked a bit more about, you know, the experiences in the World Cups. So they didn't talk about any arguments in particular. So I think that is actually a very interesting uh, story that I have in Russia. Norman Lee, thank you very much for joining us on this edition of ATR Radio. I'm Aaron Bauer. For 25 years, your best source of news for the Olympics has been AroundTheRings.com. 